Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and this is Friday, September 16th, 2022, and I want to welcome you to an interview with Dr. Roger Stark. He is Senior Fellow for the Center of Healthcare at the Washington Policy Center, and he is a retired physician and author of three books. His latest book, Healthcare Policy Simplified, which provides for an easy understanding to a complex issue. And Dr. Stark, it is a real honor to be able to talk with you today. Well, thanks for having me on, Dell. I appreciate it. Uh, Dr. Stark, would you tear down the false advertising and give us some insight on the impact that the Inflation Reduction Act is going to have on the average citizen? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, the the title is is a is a definite misnomer. Um, the research shows that in no way will the legislation uh, decrease inflation, and if it does have any inf- uh, effect on inflation, it's going to be years down the line, and it will have nothing to do with the eight plus percent inflation uh, rate that we're seeing today. So that's. That's the the start of the of the whole kind of discussion here, uh, Dale. The the easiest way I've found over the years, the easiest way to really understand legislation is to figure out where the money is going to come from, and where the money is going to go, because that that sort of sets the the goals of the whatever the bill is, whatever the legislation is. And again, the Inflation Reduction Act, or Build Back Better Light, as I like to call it, uh, the money comes from two sources, really. There's going to be new and expanded taxation on corporations and on individuals. Um, The bill allows billions of dollars to uh, beef up the Internal Revenue Service uh, agents. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 76,000 new agents are going to be hired to review individuals' um, IRS uh, returns, income tax returns. So that's where half the money or a substantial part of the money comes from, new taxes and recouping um, taxes from individuals. Then the other part of the money comes from uh, ostensible or predictable uh, savings by subjecting the Medicare uh, program to price controls in their drug uh, in in their drug purchasing. So that's where the money comes from. The money goes to basically uh, two sources. It goes to subsidize green industries, individuals who want to purchase uh, electric cars, uh, individuals who want to put solar panels on their roof and so forth. That's where where part of the money goes. And then the other part of the money goes to uh, provide subsidies for, for uh, middle and upper middle class in individuals to, to purchase health insurance in the Obamacare uh, health benefit exchanges. So that is sort of the where the money comes from, where the money goes, and that's the goal of it. Now, there's some real issues with with where the money comes from, and and I'm sure we'll get into that as as we go along here this morning, Dell. Well, uh, you know, as you uh, stated in your article, the big winners are the pharmaceutical and uh, the insurance companies that are going to uh, get a big benefit from this uh, act that they've put through. Well, um, let's let's be clear about that. The health insurance 
companies are the ones who are going to get the bulk of these subsidies in the Obamacare exchanges. Um, the American taxpayer is going to fund this, obviously. Um, the individuals who will receive these subsidies, the vast majority of them already have options for purchasing health insurance in, in other arenas. And so the big winner there is the health insurance company. The pharmaceutical manufacturers, on the other hand, um, and I'm sorry if there was confusion from the blog that I wrote about that, but the pharmaceutical industry is actually they're going to um, they're, they're going to be damaged severely because of the Inflation Reduction Act. And what I mean by that is these price controls um, are essentially going to decrease research and development um, and the from the pharmaceutical industry. We are gonna see fewer life uh, prolonging and life-saving medications because of these price controls. They start with uh, only 10 drugs, uh, but this opens a huge door to price controls on further pharmaceuticals. And we see this as being a real detriment to not only Medicare uh, patients, but also to individuals who are not going to be able to access new drugs and, and, uh, and, and, and have the benefit of receiving these new drugs. So the big winner here is health insurance companies. Um, and the other big winner, of course, are people who are in the, 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 the green climate area. Um, and what I mean by that is companies who make solar panels, uh, companies who produce uh, electric vehicles, individuals who want to purchase uh, solar panels, uh, individuals who want to purchase electric vehicles, they're going to be subsidized tremendously by the American taxpayer. So those are the big winners really in this in this whole thing. So really, uh, doctor, their, their money is going to be coming from the average citizen because, you know, the... Um, the people that write these bills are not going to uh, jeopardize their <laughs> their wealth to for America. You know that, and you know the thing is, is that every increase, everything that they they want to do to uh, um, fund this uh, reduction act comes from the average citizen. When you get when you get past all the loopholes and everything, that's where it comes down to, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, well, first of all, the, the taxes on the corporations, they're, they're just going to be passed on to cons customers and consumers. So that's a pass-through. That's that's not going to affect corporations at all. And then the uh, beefing up of the uh, IRS, that obviously is going to affect individual citizens and, and their tax returns and so forth. And and so you're absolutely right. Um, as... as uh, even as the money goes to the green industry, um, we're going to be funding that. Um, our our cost of living is going to go up. Um, we're going, probably going to be paying more for pharmaceuticals uh, simply because of the price controls, um, although we'll have to wait and see about that. Um, so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Our standard of living is going to go down simply because of this. The other thing here is, above and beyond the expense, it's more government intrusion into our individual lives, uh, dictating what we can, what we can't do, uh, the government picking winners and, and losers in the green industry area. And so, above and beyond the financial impact, there's going to be a real impact on um, on personal our personal lives and, and how we conduct our ourselves. Well, doctor, do you uh, believe that this uh, is just a, a, a 
gift to the uh, big campaign donors? Well, it's it's conceivable. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, the health insurance industry—they're they're big donors. Uh, the green industry—they're they're undoubtedly big donors. They've got quite a lobby machine uh, in Washington D.C. So, yeah, it's <clears throat> the, the the tragedy here is with any legislation, there are winners and losers, and um, yeah, and and so there there will be. Um, those industries that that are the big winners here, and and uh, oftentimes they have the biggest lobbying machine in in uh, in the capital. Well, with the uh, increased taxes and whatnot that they're going to impose on the manufacturers, and then the way it looks, <clears throat> very soon they're going to have to start using electric delivery vehicles, and you know this is going to be. Uh, compound the chain distributions that we're having now i mean it's it's just not going to be uh anything that's going to improve uh the the chain supply that we're had difficulties that we're having now right yeah that's exactly right Dale. that's a really good point too i mean even uh the automobile manufacturers for example general motors um, they're on board as saying we're going to have all electric vehicles by 2035. Well, that's going to be a huge, tremendous expense for the American public if all they have available are electric vehicles or um, or uh, hybrid-type vehicles. Uh, the, the other side of that coin is... You know, the argument is is that this is going to um, uh, impact climate change, and and we're going to we're we're going to provide uh, a, a better living conditions for people on Mother Earth, and that's absolutely inaccurate. This legislation is going to have almost zero impact on climate change, and certainly with China, uh, India, they still have coal power uh, plants, and that's uh, what they depend on quite a bit. Uh, developing nations, they want cheap energy to, to fund, uh, fund their uh, resources, and, and, and so what what they're going to rely on is coal and oil and natural gas and and with this legislation we're going to have big restrictions imposed on the american public with virtually no impact on climate change and so you know you can say what you want but but that's the reality of it so yeah your point is really well taken yeah and everybody in a supply chain if they've got to go electric um it, it, that that's going to increase the cost of of every product that we that we have in this country or every product that's the subject to these these uh, green uh, pieces of legislation well there's so many negative points about this uh act that they put through but uh backing up for just a minute because uh it, it i think it's so important when we're talking about the uh, drugs and stuff that will be uh, not available because of this and the uh, impact that it's going to have on uh, people that need, uh, you know, increased medical attention and yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, you know, the, the legislation, the way it's written now, it's going to start with ten drugs. They're going to do this review in 2024, and and it's going to be a few years down the line. But I can guarantee you, um, it's it's 10 drugs initially, then it goes to 15, and then I think by 2030 they they're going to be looking at 20 drugs. Well, that's that's the tip of the iceberg, really, because once price controls, once 
once government bureaucrats get used to uh, imposing price controls, they're going to accelerate that. And, and 20 is going to be 50, and then it's going to be 100. And, and the pharmaceutical companies, a lot of their budget goes to research and development. And if, if they, they can't charge and they can't recoup their um, development costs, they're going to back way off on research and development. And that's going to impact everybody and impact our standard of living and, and so forth. And so it's it's a real tragedy. That That's one of the worst aspects of this piece of legislation is, is the price controls on drugs. Yeah, well, you know, the, uh, the thing is, is that if they would... Uh let it competition take its course on these drugs and everything the development the the lower prices would come automatically and but everything they do is um just made to mess up what uh what might work right that's that's another really good point del um if the government controls um drugs uh coming to market and it it costs somewhere in the neighborhood of two to five billion dollars and takes somewhere between 12 to 15 years uh, to get a a chemical drug from its origin to clinical use to the american public and that's because of government regulation and government rules and if they relax those if if they made it easier for manufacturers to do the development to do the research and get the drugs to the market there would be a lot more competition like you talk about and that's exactly what we need and so um you know putting price controls decreasing research and development uh, for the pharmaceutical industry that is absolutely the wrong way to go about this so again it's just more government intrusion into our lives yeah, I mean, the damage that they're going to do in the health care and the people that depend on it, it I mean, it's going to, it's not going to go away real quick. It's going to be uh, a long-term thing that we're going to have to face uh, because, like you say, the development of drugs that are going to be needed in the future or could be used right now are not going to be developed. And that's where everyone is going to suffer that it depends on uh, medical health. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Uh, we're not going to see this tomorrow or next year or maybe not even in three or four or five years. But you're absolutely right. It's, it's going to be 10, 15 years down the line, and we're not going to have the drugs that potentially could have been developed. We're just not going to see those. Yeah, that's, you know, the thing is, is that... that um, the people that are making these decisions are not even um, close to what the American people need. And it, so like I get back to what I was saying is there's only a few places that are going to benefit from it. And, uh, you know, like you say, the green energy, the health insurance and the big campaign donors that uh, that's who they're watching out for. They're not watching out for the uh American citizens. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a tragedy with how legislation is made. Um, and, and then you have a polarized country where you have, um, you know, a, a substantial part of the, the, uh, the, the country who feels that government has all the answers. 
that government is more government is the way to go. And that has just absolutely been shown to be false. If you look at socialized countries around the world and, and obviously the Soviet Union collapsed, Cuba is a mess, Venezuela is a mess. And so if you, if you take these totally socialized countries and see how they're doing economically and the standard of living they have, uh, more government is absolutely not the way to go and, and improved over and over again. Well, the idea that, uh, and right now with the economy and what we're facing, that we're going to spend more money to decrease inflation, uh, to me, it sounds uh, ridiculous. But that's, you know, maybe down the road it might help a little bit, but it don't look like it right now. Yeah, you know, I I mean, the the federal government... dumped trillions of dollars into the American economy over the last couple of years. And it's no surprise we have inflation. I mean, if, if you have a limited number of goods and you have more money to pay for it, obviously things are going to cost more. And that's exactly what we have seen. And so um, I'm not an economist, but but many economists feel that the Federal Reserve, you know, they, they drug their feet too long in raising interest rates. And so now here we are faced with sky high inflation and with uh, with a Fed that's trying to, to, to clamp down and, and our economy really is um, it's it, it's kind of treading water, if you will, right now. And again, it's it's what government has done over the last couple of years and, and putting more money into the into this economy, uh, dumping more dollars is, is clearly not the way to go. Well, you know, the thing is, is it's just that we, um, we're, we're in such an economic stress point right now, and this is, thing is not, there. it's not even going to help immediately. It's, you know, it's, it's going to make things worse at, um, in the short term, and th- when we need help, we're not going to get any. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like I say, there's a significant number of people in this country who believe that that yeah, the government has all the answers and and can provide the best pathway for Americans. And that's absolutely not true. I mean, Americans are independent. Um, they 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 want to live their own lives without all this uh, federal and state government intrusion. Well. Dr. Roger Stark, it's been a real pleasure talking to you today, and maybe we can get some relief in 2024 and put a stop to some of the things that uh, are not needed and put in uh, replace it with things that are needed. Well, I, I seriously hope that you're absolutely right about that, Dell, and we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, well, we have been talking with Dr. Roger Stark, a senior fellow at the Washington Policy Center. And again, Dr. Stark, I really thank you for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you.